Hi everybody, how's everyone doing? Uh, welcome back to the Expat Brad Podcast. It's Salman Qureshi, and we're talking about great stuff happening in everybody's lives. That's right. You know what I just got out of um, is a whole day of workshop training. So I ran a training from 10 to 4 at an hour's break. Then I went from 5 to 8 and then straight into another workshop till 9.30. So that's almost 12 hours of uh, training. I, I do a lot of uh, workshops on improvisational skills for corporates and stuff. And Matt, you know what the funny thing is? I'm not tired. And then I had this morning, I, I went back to for this tech company, one of the exciting ones, one of these social media platforms. Can't name it because of confidentiality. Actually, no, I, I don't have any confidentiality issues. It was Snapchat, man. It was so cool. It was this women's leadership uh, program for Snapchat. And these brilliant women came in and they were amazing. And sometimes it just makes me wonder, man. Sometimes I look when I do these trainings, I look at people and I go, wow, like how have men survived so long? Like how <laughs> as as the gender, as the, as the species, men particularly, because when I do workshops with a lot of men, I just look at them and I go, how is this company still running? All right. As a guy myself, I just go, we don't listen to each other. We don't know how to communicate. How's this thing still running? You you get a team of all women. And I know, obviously, there are um, exceptions and whatnot. But I'm talking overall, right? Overall, when I work with women, they're just usually just better at getting things across, working better with each other. <laughs> and I'm like, how... How have they not taken over the world? Is it just purely out of muscles? The reason is why we haven't, you know, let them like go higher in the food chain and stuff like that. Anyway, just just one of those things you notice. Uh, I, I had a great time. So I've literally in the last 30 hours, I've probably spent last 48 hours. I've probably spent about a good 40 hours or at least 35 hours of just running workshops, which is kind of insane, only because I'm not tired. And I hope you're having that kind of day. I hope you're having that kind of life where your work is so joyful and fun and you're having such a great time that you don't notice it, that you're not tired after it. And, and it's been great. I say that I'm probably going to go after this. And now I'm recording this episode. I'm probably going to go after this see my bed and fall face down into it and not wake up for two days, which is not possible because I'm working tomorrow and day after. Guys, I don't have a weekend. I left the rat race so I wouldn't have to do this eight to five lockdown. And I think I work seven days a week instead and longer hours. So things, careful what you wish for. All right, things haven't gone according to plan. Let's see. Let's. Uh, it's good though. It's good. I'm happy, um, and I'm more happy because uh, if, if you follow me on Instagram and my stories, you would have noticed I was at the Saint Regis in Abu Dhabi. That's a beautiful hotel, dude. They had a tunnel, so they're across the road from the beach, but they have a beach club across. So they've built a tunnel from the hotel to the beach club for people who are staying. So just walk through. That tunnel, when you hear the word tunnel, most of us are picturing this World War One kind of scene, uh, underground, dark, 
with little lamps and rats running across. No, dude, this was all marble, like this grand hallway better than any house I've ever lived in. I could live in that tunnel, all right? That's how pretty it was. And that tunnel leads you to the beach club. It was just insane. So just to give you an idea about the level of luxury in that hotel, it was amazing. And lo and behold, I check in and I find out that Messi and the Argentina team are staying in the same hotel on the same day and night. Yeah. So now I'm I'm trying to cop a look somewhere. (laughs) I'm trying to like see if I can casually run into them. No luck to go off to work, come back, check out. The security was high on high alert, like just walking in and out. Everybody was keen. There was there were a few people trying to get through. It was just funny for me to see. Um, there were a few people trying to get through into uh, it, it through the through the lift, and I don't know what their plan was. Right? They were were they going to check each floor? Is that how big a fan they are of people? That's insane. That's amazing. And so what happens is, a security guard's like, "No, no, sir, you can't go up there." And he's like, "No, no, I'm I'm trying to go to the restaurant, right?" And the guy's like, "No, sir, there's no restaurant." On the first or second floor. No, no, the terrorist restaurant. I'm, I'm and he's smiling. The security guard's smiling. I'm laughing. And everybody knows what's happening. But, this, you know, got to give it to the security guard. He, he held his ground and stopped him from going up. So it was pretty cool to just know that Messi uh, and I were sharing space uh, for a little bit. And, 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 but then it gets better because my wife, right? She, while while I was out for work the next day, she decides, she gets in the lift to go somewhere and slowly these guys are coming in with these big bouncers wearing Argentina t-shirts and she's like, maybe they're just fans until she notices the security guards and she's like, oh wait, is this the Argentina team? By the time it clicks to her, she, they're all getting off, she gets off. She Googles them. Now this is the problem, right? She's not a football fan. She has no idea what these people look like. She Googles them. And it was Messi standing next to her, right next to her, putting aside my insecurities of my wife being in a lift with 11 possibly gorgeous Latino men. <laughs> she she was right next to Messi, did not take a photo, did not say anything to her, uh, to him. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I can't believe you had that opportunity as opposed to me. So there you go. A celebrity sighting that went uh, completely amiss, right? Uh, of no use whatsoever. Which reminds me of some of my own. Yeah, uh, I've had some. I've had some weird interactions with celebrities as well. One of them, I was in New York, and I and I knew obviously this this wasn't something where I didn't recognize the person. Uh, it's funny how you react with celebs. This was a long time ago, and I I went to. Uh, a late night show recording. I got some tickets and, uh, you know, it was, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh my God, I'm forgetting his name now. Seth Myers. late night show, Seth Myers. Yeah, that's the one. I was in the audience and he comes out pre-show to warm up a little bit and he's interacting with the audience and he goes, hey, where are you to me? And I go, I'm from Dubai. And he goes, that is so cool. Uh, I've never been, I really want to visit. And I kind of froze. I didn't know what to say. <laughs> I normally am so easy at talking. I don't know that one time I just went, uh-huh. And he looked at me like, you know, he wanted to interact and maybe like he basically it was tennis. He, he threw, uh, he, he hit the ball right towards me and I, I stood there not hitting it back. And, and we had this awkward 
few seconds of looking at each other and then he moved on and I'm sure he doesn't remember any of it. But to me, that memory is like frozen in my head because I was like, why did I freeze up? I could have said so many things. I could have said, hey, I live in Dubai. Uh, next time you come down, meet me. Even though he wouldn't, it would just have been a cool conversation to have. And I would have sounded, I could have told him I'm a stand-up comic. I'm a comedian. Maybe he would have been like, you know what, Salman? Come down here. You're going to join us. You're from Dubai. That's incredible. A comedian from Dubai. I'm going to interview live on this show. All these possibilities. And I went, mm-hmm, uh-huh. <laughs> I can't believe it to this day. But that's um, that's not one of the most in, uh, embarrassing stories I have. The, the, the worst non-sighting of a celeb that I did was I was in a... I was preparing for this comedy night. At that time, I used to run, produce uh, these comedy nights around. And um, I'm at the bar setting up this bar restaurant. And I go... Um, I go to this one guy. I'm like, hey, I need something done on the stage. And he points towards the bar manager and he says uh, the name of this uh, ex-cricketer MC guy, right? Same name as him. Not MC. Like he ho he, he does commentary now. And it was uh, – and it was uh, – uh, I think it was David Lloyd or well, definitely Nasser Hussein and Mike, Mike Atherton were with him, right? And the bar manager's name was the same name as this commentary guy. I can't remember. You know, it's on my tweets because the story gets better. I go up to him and I say, hey, uh, by the way, like, um, I need this fix. And he's like, huh? And his colleagues who are standing, his mates who are sitting next to him, who turn out to be Mike Atherton and I think Nasser Hussain, if I remember correctly. And they're like, I don't recognize them just because out of context or something. They were there for a commentary for some cricket uh, tournament going on at that time in Dubai. And I go, hey, I need this fixed. And he's like, oh, uh, you know, I can't get to it right now. They play along. And I'm like, okay, sure. And then they're confused. I'm confused. And the conversation goes on. I'm like, oh, you're not the guy. They're like, no, no, no. You're looking for the wrong. Was it David Gower maybe? I, I don't know. Um and then they go, oh, the bar manager is the same name. And they're like, oh, it's the guy. And they, his other two mates start ribbing on him. And then I go back to my seat. And I'm like, I have no idea what that was about until uh, until uh, my friend sitting there going, hey, look at that. that those are those three ex-cricketers <laughs> sitting there. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's them. That's when I recognize. I'm like, that is them. And it was too late, and and I kind of waved at them, and they waved laughing, going, hey, are you still looking for David? Or whatever the name was. I got to go on my Twitter feed to find out those names. I'll tag them so you guys know whose story this exactly was. And they go off, and I'm embarrassed. I'm like, I can't believe I didn't take a picture. I didn't recognize them. I know these guys. I watch them play all the time. I'm a cricketing fan. So in some ways, the story is worse than uh, uh, the messy story with my wife, to be honest. Yeah. All this happens, I go home, I tweet about it because I'm like, this is so funny, this happened and I'm embarrassed and blah, blah, blah. And as it happens, I tweet it, I realize I get a tweet back from one more guy because I tagged all three of them. I've got the wrong Twitter handle of the person again. So they go, hey, still got the wrong dude and, and haha. So it was... It was just embarrassing and hilarious at the same time for the fact that they responded to me, but also the fact that I messed up here again. Uh, so it was pretty cool, a fun experience that they were so nice about it. 
And uh, at the same time, just goes to show sometimes we're just surprised. Uh, and I have happen to have this a lot where I meet people in certain contexts like uh, like a, a, a show or something. And then when I see them outside, it, it's completely different. Their faces or something just doesn't register with me. And I just have to take this moment to go, oh, sorry, it's you. Uh, I don't know if this phenomena works on other people, but definitely with me. And I, but I still can't believe I didn't recognize some celebs. And so that's that's how famous you should be. That you should be recognized no matter what. Like I bet Tom Cruise. There's a clip of him, isn't there, where he goes, uh, he's in a limo with a mask on, and people go, Tom Cruise, and he's like, how how the hell did they recognize it? Right. That's how famous you should be. That you're covered up, and still people go, that's you, man. That's you. So help me get there, guys. Um, I am uh, starting to think about my 2023 goals after my massive debacle and failure <laughs> this year. I, I'm setting loftier goals so I can fail even bigger. All right. And what, but one of those things is going to be uh, my social media side and growing, uh, growing this whole uh, side of my business on the entertainment side. And I, I'm going to be setting some lofty goals. I do. I do want some ideas and, and and support from you all to really share my stuff and everything. I I've, I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna put it out there this time. I'm gonna release my goals and everything on the podcast if you listen to it and on some of my YouTube videos, just so I'm held accountable to myself and to everybody listening. Right? Just put it out there and go. Oh my God! I don't want to be embarrassed. Maybe maybe shame will finally make me uh, achieve my goals because clearly. Motivation, self-motivation, self-interest has not been able to do it. Maybe that's how I operate. Maybe I'm just one of those people who go, I don't want to be embarrassed. So I'm going to go out of my way to make sure this stuff happens now. All right, that's that's the new way. And then if it works for me, then I'm definitely going to uh, then I'm definitely going to use that to start my own self-help business. And I'm going to get people to follow my method, and I'll be like the shame guy. Hey, it's Sal the shame guy. All right. If nothing else has worked, you go to the you go to him. You tell him your goals, and he's gonna make it happen by shaming you publicly over and over again. <laughs> Find new ways, and that will inspire you to loftier goals and achievements. That's right. I think I've I've got it nailed. Uh, that's what's happening. Anywho, one one of the things I'm gonna do. I, I'm really looking forward to the World Cup starting in a couple of days, and it's exciting. Uh, I know. I've been seeing a lot of like online abuse of Qatar and I find it a little unfair, right? I just find people, I think I've spoken about this. I just think people should lighten up, man. I think it's good that the World Cup is happening there and this exposure to the outside world and forcing these things, I think it'll open up their minds a bit more. They'll be forced to, uh, you know, not just be, because they, they, they essentially want to grow their tourism. They're not... Uh, a country that's shut down and closed off to the world, uh, a little bit of exposure and pressure on them by interaction and, and people going over will possibly change us, right? Like, I can tell you myself, like, one of the things that really changed me was up until <laughs> up until college where I had to do this choreographed dance with this instructor, I probably grew up uh, fairly homophobic. I, hey, 80s Saudi Arabia, what did you expect, Right. And, and, and my religion, uh, strong influences on my culture, religion, and everybody, basically everyone was homophobic back then, right? And, and so I, I had never interacted. I had these uh, preconceived ideas about what they're like. 
Uh, I think one of the other problems was in so, uh, some somewhat predatory uh, scariness around, like, you know, you associated homosexuality with child molestation or something. And instead, uh, I, I had to do this uh, dance number practice it, and our choreographer was, uh, was gay. He's from the UK. And just interacting with him made me go, shit, man, he, he's a person. He's more than just his sexuality. And uh, I just, it felt different. And regardless of whether you agree or not with that, I just, you know, I wanted to interact with them as people. And I it opened my mind a lot. And I just became a little bit more easy about let live and but people just let live, right? I, I think that's what people need. You need to interact and talk to each other a lot more to make those changes. So anyway, I want to talk about the game instead and the football and stuff. I'm not being paid by Qatar uh, to promote them. Screw them. <laughs> if I'm not paid, I will not help you. I will not help your cause. Um, the football will be exciting. I, I'm going to be, uh, I'm, an, uh, uh, I'm clearly not an expert on football, which gives me all the more reason to start talking about football during the World Cup and have my hot takes. So I might just be putting up a lot of YouTube stuff. You probably hear a lot of this on the podcast stuff as well. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. And uh, I want to see how people react to, to my take on these games. It's going to be interesting. They'll be like, hey, he doesn't even know it's called uh, offside or something like that. It'll be interesting. I watch enough soccer to know, I think. I don't know any of the players playing in the team. Who cares? Uh that's that's where my life is at right now guys i'm uh i'm i'm going to uh, i've got a rather easy coming few days oh no no what am i saying i'm going to be going to saudi like i said in my previous episodes i've been really trying uh, help me out guys if you're if you're listening to this episode uh before i go on the 22nd help me out i really want to uh find out about the saudi comedy scene especially in riyadh I can't get much online. Uh, I haven't been able to get across to people. So if you know anyone or know anything about it in the Saudi market, reach out, man. Uh, drop me a note on my Instagram. My handle's at SalmanZQ. So just just um, just drop me a note and see, hey, what's happening? Eventually, I do want to go to uh, Jeddah as well. Not on this trip, unfortunately. But I do have a one-year Saudi multiple visa, so I want to go back and forth and explore the Saudi market. Really want to perform there, uh, a little bit of a homecoming thing. So if you're if you know anything about the comedy scene, reach out, man. Uh, I want to make this work, and I want to especially come to Jeddah as well because I got my homies there. You know, that's where I was born. Uh, to go back and do a proper show there would be just really, really insane, and uh, would feel good. So yeah. That's my story in Saudi. Now, lastly, I always love to talk about the shows I'm watching and everything. And the last couple of times on my last few episodes, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> I haven't finished The Old Man. Uh, the I think the final episode is out of the season. So I would say check that show out. It really is. Is Jeff Bridges in it? He's great. And the guy from Third Rock from The Sun. I keep forgetting his name. Two brilliant actors supporting that show. Uh, it, they really they put on a good job. The show's pretty tight. It's it's nice. It's a good story thriller, and um, I'm gonna watch the. I've got two episodes left. 
Uh, I, I'll give you a little review after that as well. But honestly, I think it's a show worth watching. It's on Disney+. Plus, One of the better shows that has come out in recent times. Other than that, I've watched a few movies and series that are not worth mentioning. So I'm not going to embarrass myself by putting this out there. Uh, listen, if you have questions or anything about comedy or whatever, uh, send it my way. Uh, again, on Instagram at SalmanZQ or on the podcasting uh, at Expat Brad Podcast. Uh, they're both on Instagram. You can reach out to me on either one of the pages to uh, drop me a note, a question, and I'll answer them here uh, or or get back to you on things that are running through your head. Uh, in the meantime, I got to run. I got a little date with my wife at the mall. Better get there before she does and, and, and have a great time. So you guys have a great week. Uh, Till the next episode, take care of yourself. I'm going to head off. Goodbye. Or as Dog would say, woof. <laughs> <laughs>